Welcome to the ACS Chemical Biology Podcast. I'm Evelyn Jabri, Executive Editor of ACS Chemical Biology. Today I'm joined by Eva Gordon, science writer for the journal. Eva writes the In This Issue and Spotlight sections of the journal. Welcome, Eva. Thanks, Evelyn. It's great to be here. Well, we've promised a dynamic journal, and with this issue, we deliver a few changes that we hope will add value to our content and help the chemical biology community grow and prosper. We begin with a new feature called Introducing Our Authors. This new section of the journal helps us reach out to the people who work in the labs and perform the majority of the experiments you read about in our articles. It's a great way to promote the work of our younger authors and put a face with a name. This month, we meet three young scientists, Natalie Rundle from the Robert's lab, Woojin Kim from the Hecht lab, and Shantari Singh from John Thorson's lab. The authors provide their perspective on the research they are publishing in this issue of ACS Chemical Biology. ACS Chemical Biology is also eager to support the community in its efforts to train the next generation of chemical biologists. In this and the September issues, we place chemical biology education in focus. We've asked scientists at universities around the world for information about their chemical biology curricula and programs. We begin our series with Joshua Kreitzer writing about the chemical biology for sophomores course at Yale University. We cross the ocean to focus on the bold restructuring of education at the University of Dormond in Germany. The university, in collaboration with the Max Planck Institute, has restructured its bachelor's curriculum and introduced a master's program. A collaboration with Max Planck Institute of Molecular Physiology, the University of Dormond, and the Ruhr University led to the establishment of the International Max Planck Research School in Chemical Biology. As the authors note, there are, of course, many, many challenges to revamping chemical biology curricula. These in focus pieces and those coming in the September issue provide insight on how to tailor education to meet the needs of the chemical biology students and the faculty. If you would like to write about educating chemical biologists, please email me, the executive editor. In addition, you may go onto our website and add your comments to the wiki discussion on chemical biology education. Since the launch of the journal, we've included links to related content, like press releases, points of view, in our table of contents. In this issue, we're making it easier for you to find related content by listing key items at the bottom of HTML pages. We hope you find these links as useful as we do. In this issue, we feature articles from Michelle Robert, Michael Hecht, and Joran Thorson. In the paper by Natalie Rundle, Michelle Robert, and colleagues, the authors performed a chemical genetic screen to find new small molecules that inhibit mitosis. Mitosis is a highly complex process by which cells divide. And although several inhibitors are already known, new classes of these drugs are needed. Antimitotic compounds like paclitaxel can serve as cancer therapeutics and antibiotics. In the current paper, the authors identify a diterpenoid called EKA that inhibits mitosis at the prometaphase stage, with condensed chromosomes attached to abnormally formed spindles. They found that mitosis was inhibited because a motor protein, SENP-E, cannot associate with kinetochores, and thus the chromosomes cannot be separated. They went on to show that EKE binds to a protein called RAN-BP2. 
they conclude that EKA causes mycotic arrest by inhibiting RAN-BP2 function. In a paper by Wu Jin Kim, Michael Hecht, and colleagues, the authors develop an interesting screen for compounds that inhibit aggregation of A-beta-42, a cleavage product of the amyloid precursor protein and a hallmark of Alzheimer's disease. The authors identified an inhibitor of aggregation, a small molecule derivative of triazine called E2, and showed that this compound worked as well as other known inhibitors, such as tannic acid and dopamine. This facile screening technique could be used to study other protein aggregation phenomena and shed light on the causes and prevention of Alzheimer's disease as well as other degenerative diseases. In a paper by Shantiri Singh and John Thorson, the authors discussed their NMR structure of CALC, a protein involved in the self-sacrifice mechanism for bacterial resistance. CALC binds enediene antibiotics, preventing them from oxidatively damaging bacterial DNA. Analysis of the closest structural homologs revealed that CALC is a member of the steroidogenic acute regulatory-related lipid transfer, or START, protein superfamily. The authors also discussed the potential implications of these findings to the CALC self-sacrifice mechanism and to intracellular transport of enediene-based therapeutics. Issue 7 also includes a review article from Paul Thompson and Walter Fast on histone modification by protein arginine deaminase. Protein citrullination is a post-translational modification of peptidyl arginine. This modification has recently generated significant interest because of its suspected role in human disease states, including rheumatoid arthritis and multiple sclerosis. The modification also has a newfound role in gene regulation. Understanding the interplay of multiple arginine post-translational modifications is an emerging area of importance in health and disease and is a topic best addressed by novel tools in proteomics as well as chemical biology. The authors review the in vivo and in vitro studies of transcriptional regulation by protein arginine deaminase 4, PAD4, and evaluate conflicting evidence for its ability to use methylated peptidyl arginine as a substrate. In addition, they highlight promising areas of future work in the area of histone modification. In addition to these articles in the print journal, we also have new content to offer on our website. This month, we begin our third installment of Ask the Expert, a forum for you to ask questions of an expert in an area of chemical biology. We're featuring Molly Shoykat of the University of Toronto. Professor Shoykat is a tissue engineer studying ways to regenerate neurons in vitro. She's a chemist by training and worked in industry before joining the faculty in Toronto. Professor Shoykat is looking forward to answering all of your questions about the chemistry and biology of tissue engineering. So be sure to read more about her life story in this month's profile and submit your questions at acschemicalbiology.org. Join us next month for more ACS Chemical Biology highlights and interviews with our authors. You can meet the managing and executive editors of ACS Chemical Biology at the ACS National Meeting in San Francisco, September 10th through the 14th. Visit the ACS booth in the Exhibition Hall to give us your feedback on the journal and be included in a raffle for a free iPod. To learn more about our journal, please visit www.acschemicalbiology.org.